Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Four seasons. Over 30 incredible guests. Hundreds of podcast recommendations. I'm your host, Laura Whitmore, and in this special series of Castaway, we'll bring you the best bits from our back catalogue, sharing those golden Castaway moments and throwing in those bingeable podcast picks we're all hungry for along the way. Welcome to Castaway, the best bits. Today, we're sharing some of the most juicy and delicious podcasts out there. That's right, we love talking about food and hearing about it. So in this week's Roundup of Podcasts, we'll bring to you all the mouth-watering shows that get us in the mood for food. And what better way to start than with Jessie Ware. Considered one of the most popular podcast hosts of the last few years and someone who has absolutely found her niche cooking for celebs and recording fantastic conversations. Although first and foremost a chart-topping singer, people these days often know Jessie and her mother Lenny, how could we forget her, through her hugely successful podcast, Table Manners. A true foodie at heart, Jessie and Lenny are famous for asking celebrities whatever is on their mind over a totally extravagant and delicious meal the mother-daughter duo have cooked. Let's take it back to Jesse joining us on Castaway. I have to mention your mom, Lenny, because she is incredible at doing something that I can't do and many journalists can't do is getting information from people in a really subtle way, whether it's intentional or not. And I think it was, was it, you had lean pain on and it must have mm. been around the time you had a bear with Cheryl and, and probably everyone's like, don't ask about Cheryl. And your mom is just like, so how's the baby? How's Cheryl? Like, and I just, yeah. it's so safe. And it's such a, it comes from a very different, yeah, it's a very different intention. And he opened up, he gave more in your table manners interview than he would ever give to any other piece of press because it was safe. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's funny that you say that because it's Liam and, and, and actually when we had Cheryl on, it was kind of yeah. the only form of press that she did. Mm. And she really trusted us. And I think it was because of it being a podcast mm. that she felt like she could get more of her personality back in. I mean, the, we all, I, I love Cheryl. I think everyone does. But mm-hmm. she's had such a tough time with the press. And so for her, it must have just felt very, she must have felt, felt very protective over mm. what she was going to do. So we felt incredibly honoured that she did it with us and she felt so comfortable that she you know she was unbuttoning her jeans because she'd had too much brisket <laughs> that's amazing she's a real um, person yeah I mean yeah exactly and I think my mum is brilliant at that mm. and I think it is that intergenerational aspect to the podcast where mums and parents can kind of get away with murder and you'll be like mum oh my god I can't believe you just asked that like please stop and she'll be like what And it's just become like the Lenny thing now. So like, I mean, if you're going to be asked a hard hitting question, it'll be from my mum and it will be by complete accident, probably because she's had a couple of roses. Who's been your favourite guest you've had on or who's surprised you? Who surprised me? I think Mm. Anthony from Queer Eye really surprised Mm. me. I thought he was going to be fully like 
when we've had, and this is no offense to Americans because they're fantastic that we've mm-hmm. had on, but I think there's definitely been the fact, I remember when we went and did this American New York series and people, I think, were saying yes to it because they saw our numbers or whatever, but they hadn't listened to it. So they were treating it like an interview. Mm. And it, so it felt like they were coming to do promo. And we really don't want it to be like that. That's why we mm. like cook dinner. That's why we chat. Like, And I remember Anthony coming over and I thought he's over promoting his cookbook. Mm. He's on Queer Eye. He is a huge, huge star. He's giving us an hour before he goes to the airport. This may be, you know, a bit jumping through hoops and that's fine because he's wonderful and he's very uh, handsome and whatever. But he was so into doing the podcast and he was so up for the questions that we were asking. And he really gave a lot of himself. And I was really impressed and, Mm. well, thankful and relieved because you never really know what you're going to get. But I think um, that was really interesting and it was such fun. But yeah, we've, we've had, I mean, we've had so many guests now. Hi. Hi, it's so lovely to meet you. Oh, look at you too handsome. <laughs> <laughs> what a beautiful Hi. home. That's oh my right. god, wow. it's like a shell. Oh no, it's not. No, it's terribly messy. I love it. I sit here? You sit. Well, actually, you sit in between us. That's nice. Here? Yeah. Okay. Oh, everything is so nice. You're oh my so god, sweet. you're so sweet. I, I can't I can't look at you. You're just you're you're beyond you're even better in real life okay and i'm blushing like you look like a kind of like like a a disney prince a disney prince slash like if marty mcfly was slightly much more fitter do you know what i mean like just like no he looks a bit like eric and marlon brando and a bit of like everything oh my god um anthony who doesn't need a surname because on Instagram you are just Anthony. Just Anthony. Um, thanks for coming. Thank you for having and, me. And uh, everyone I've told that um, we're having you on have just been so excited. It's You have like such a huge adoration, following everything. I try not to take that on too much. I get a little, it gives me a little anxiety. Does it? A little bit. But are they like weirdos or are they, I feel like they'd be like quite normal ones. So I, everyone is very kind and I, you know, I, I've never experienced sort of like the other side of like being like, for example, last night I was at uh, at South Bank and I had a little moderated panel with Jack Whitehall. Oh, oh, how was his, uh, did you, and how did you find his humor? I love Jack. Yeah, he's brilliant. And, um, and he was telling me afterwards, he was like, I'm shocked by how kind everyone was. Because I guess with his shows, when he's doing stand-up, people usually like scream and like kind of oh, give what, their the audience. The audience, kind. yeah. And I was at a book signing, and someone at the at the bookstore was telling me how um, they were like, "Yeah, like everyone is so nice, and they bring like nice little." I try to read every. It, it, it's getting harder, but I really try to. You can't keep every single gift, but you can like. I try to read every single note because really people really take time and like mm-hmm. care and sort of like saying how they relate on the show to something that I said or one of my castmates. Um, and so I'm, I'm like always, I don't know, I'm like filled with gratitude whenever I like run into someone because everyone has a personal story. Mm. If you like go up to an actor, for example, or I think as a singer as well, it's probably really similar because mm. what you do is very personal and yeah. kind of like intimate, right? Yeah. And you're like sort of pouring your heart out. Yeah. Um, so when you have a fan that comes up and they're like, oh, I really relate to, you know. A fellow super fan of Table Manners and newcomer to the podcast hosting scene, Tan France, was one of those who first discovered Jesse on the podcast. 
And, you know, like all of us, he couldn't resist listening to that perfect mother-daughter relationship. Here, Tan and I chat about how much we'd love to meet Lenny and why he is such a big fan of the show. Just as much as I love Jessie Ware, I also love her mother, Lenny, um, who I've never met, but I feel I know. Talk to me about table manners. So, okay, I discovered it because my castmate, Anthony Provsky, went on. Yeah. And so we were both in England at the same time. I flew out back to America before he flew out. And he texted to say, oh, I'm just doing this podcast. Do you know who this person is? I'm sorry, I don't, but enjoy the podcast. Send it to me once it's, when it's out. I want to listen to it. And so he did. And that's how I was introduced to Jessie Ware, her mom and the podcast. And it is so good. Her mom, I'm obsessed with. And sometimes Jessie will get kind of snippy at her mom. I want to be there when she does to be able to say, hey, your mom is a national treasure. You leave her alone. I know she's your mom and you get to speak to her wherever you want. However, her mom is amazing. I love her. I love her. I love her. And I want her mom to cook for me. She cooked for Auntie Brovsky. And I, I just want to taste her cooking. What would you like her to cook for you? If she, oh my gosh. Anything traditionally Jewish or Israeli. or that She made a couple of traditionally Israeli foods or mm-hmm. Jewish foods for Anthony. And they sounded gorgeous. So maybe some latkes or something would be great. Ooh. Maybe a babka for dessert. Maybe some kind of fish. Yeah, just uh, whatever she wants. I'm, I'm You're like, you'll eat whatever open. she gives you. Yeah, man. I'm so willing to eat whatever she gives me. I just like them so much together. I think as a pair, they're wonderful. And there may be many child parent podcasts out there. I have not heard them before. Mm-hmm. This is the first one I've heard. And I just think it's a really interesting dynamic. I think bringing in the food element too, because I always feel when you're doing something else, you know, when a conversation is happening, whether it's, you know, driving a car or making something, I always feel it, it sometimes it's a better conversation because you can kind of, you know, let some more yeah. stuff out. This is what I love about Lenny as well, because, you know, I get told if I'm presenting, like, don't ask this question, this question or this question. And I'm sure they probably got told the same when they had uh, Liam Payne was on. And I think it was around the time he was with Cheryl or breaking up with Cheryl. I don't know. But basically, uh-huh. they must have been told, don't mention it. And sure, Lenny, the first thing she says oh, is like, I so tell me it. about Cheryl. <laughs> no, was it awkward for Liam? No, because he answers it because it's Lenny. You're not going to say you no. Can't, yeah. Lenny could ask me anything, the most <laughs> private question, personal question, and I would probably answer. How old's your son now? Uh, he's two and a half. Two and a half? Yeah. It's fun. It gets Crazy. really fun. I'll show you him because we're not on camera and no one can see, so. Uh-huh. No, we've seen him before. We've Cheryl, seen Cheryl him. Did Cheryl did podcast the podcast. Already. Oh, did she? Yeah, and she said how, she said how gorgeous he is. you are as a And you're a great dad. I'm all right. <laughs> do you, how often do you see him? Um, sometimes two times a week, sometimes once every two weeks. Like, it kind of varies with the way that the job is and what's going on in the, in the time. But I'm trying to schedule and keep it as constant as possible, which is just the hardest part of it. But it's, yeah, it's difficult. I mean, And your parents are very involved with him. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they love him to pieces. He's awesome. He's such a good child. Like having a, a, a you know a child, anyways, like the scary. As you know, it's like the scariest thing ever. But he's so well behaved. Like he listens so well. Please and thank yous. Mm. Never. Are you strict? Uh, uh, yes. Is Cheryl strict? Uh, she is. I mean, she surprises me sometimes, and I'm like, well, where did that come from? <laughs> You're frightened of her. Uh, <laughs> well, I've been on that. Let's say I've been on the receiving end of that quite a lot. So, uh. um, I, I kind of, I mean, my husband made me feel like I was superwoman when I gave birth. Like, I think watching that happen, mm. I think for men as well. It oh, must it's just, just wild. Yeah. It's just wild. I mean, I could see two heads coming out of a body and I was like, I just don't understand what is going on here. <laughs> two 
heads. And it was like two heads. Well, she's got a head and then there's a head <laughs> coming out of it. And I'm like, what's <laughs> happening on? Yeah, this is a bit weird, isn't it? I think that's why having the mum on is so smart. Mm -hmm. When it's somebody our age, you may feel a lot more inclined to say, move on, next question. And I'm I'm very comfortable saying, don't ask that again, let's move on. But with Lenny, yeah, I I would tell her my deepest, darkest secrets. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you could select your dream three-course meal, what would feature? Mine would be, and here my tummy rumbling already, mine would have to be cheese. Just cheese and anything. And I'm talking like cheese fondue, cheese and pasta, cheesecake. Oh God, I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. In my chat with Gemma Styles, Gemma raves about the podcast that asked her the very question. Off Menu with James Acaster and Ed Gamble. Whether you're a foodie or, you know, you just want to hear a collection of comedians chatting about food, this one is a brilliant recommendation. You can hear the hilarious Sue Perkins chat about what she'd like to drink and eat on this particular episode. Yeah, you can drink cheese as well, can't you? Totally. Let's have a listen. This is a fun one. This is Off Menu, hosted by two comedians, Ed Gamble and James Acaster. And it's all about food. Tell me about this. This is probably my most often listened it's so podcast. Funny. I just, it's it's so good. Mm-hmm. I was probably, again, I don't think I was particularly early to this podcast, but it was one of the first podcasts that I started listening to mm-hmm. regularly. And I think when I found it, it was just like a light bulb moment for me with podcasts. And I was like, okay, okay, I get what people are saying now. I get why people are going to get so into this. I think I binge listened to about three or four back to back. And it was long enough ago that I was actually on the move that day and going around different places, getting on the tube, walking across places in London. And I was just that weirdo on the tube who was sat there absolutely (laughs) laughing my head off and I just didn't even care. I think the combination of comedians and food is just the absolute dream for me. We could just ask you about Bake Off Forever and be the happiest people in the world, but we need to know your menu. So we should start off with, uh, as always, still or sparkling water, Sue Perkins. I'm not an animal, so it's going to be still. I mean, please, it's... I read this thing about, I've never liked sparkling water, but I read this thing about sparkling water that it demineralizes your bones. Wow. Mineral water that demineralizes your bones. Apparently it leaches calcium and I'm a massive hypochondriac and I will take at face value any neg- any negative bullshit whatsoever about medicine. So if, if it says it's going to do that in some strange corner of the internet, I believe it. So, so what does it do? It like bubbles away at your bones and like makes them weaker and stuff. 
I'm going to heavily caveat everything that I say from here on in with, <laughs> I'm not a medical professional. Sure. And I only scraped a biology O-level. But yeah. my, my scant readings at the margin, I mean, it's almost touching on QAnon. That's how marginal yeah. the internet reading's been. This is the lighter side of QAnon, though, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the sparkly the... water stuff, yeah. Suanon. Yeah, Suanon. <laughs> it's something to do with fizzy drinks leaching calcium. And the process, I imagine, is a sort of, as you've suggested, a gentle nibbling. Like those fish that uh, nibble at dead skin on your feet, yeah. Exactly that. So the water gets into your bloodstream, yep. it hits the bone, <laughs> again, caveat, yep. hits the bone, and there's just, it's not ferocious, it's not piranha-esque. <laughs> yeah. It's more of a, it's, it's a trout tickling, it's a sort of, mm. just that, or a sucking, a sucking of... Of, of calcium. Or like a dishwasher tablet advert where you see like the cartoon of all the bubbles getting rid of the, yes. the plate. That's, nice. that's what it does to your bones, the, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, like Calgon. It's like yes. Calgon-y thing, isn't it? So it takes it all. And then I imagine after a heavy night on the Perrier, you wake up, you get up and you just crumble. <laughs> <laughs> to laugh and hear about delicious food, what more do you want? They've got over 30 million downloads, which is just insane. And on hearing this news, Ed Gamble says, I can't believe how many people listen to this dumb shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can kind of get like, obviously, this. so basically the premise is that they've got their guest on and they kind of talk through their dream meal. But, but obviously from talking about food, you end up talking about other stuff. But, you know, you've got... Ed is a hilarious comedian. James is like an, a completely different kettle of fish comedian. And like sometimes I'm like, I wonder how much they rehearse for this because I don't think a lot sometimes. They're just naturally really funny. And a lot of it is off the cuff. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they d it definitely doesn't seem rehearsed. I think they're just really funny people. I know it because it maybe sounds like it would be quite, you know, you rattle through your courses and then you're done. But it ends up like they're quite no. long episodes and you get some yeah. really good and some funny stories out of people as well. When they have comedians on as the guest, they're always the best episodes to me because it, you get three comedians instead of two and it just, uh, oh, the last it's off, it's, it's off the wall. I'm not going to go through all your favourite foods, but if you did have to talk about one dish on that show, what dish would you pick? Maybe banoffee pie might have to be one of straight mine, to dessert. I love that. that. Laugh my own heart, Gemma. Skip the main course. Straight to <laughs> straight to dessert. A bit of banoffee. Well, I always have this conversation as well because they they do say this to people. So I'm a vegetarian, and yeah. when they have people on who are vegetarian or vegan, they're like, "Well, would your dream?" meal have meat in it or not so then I get into these philosophical questions with myself as well and it just makes you think makes you think about your own favorite food which to me yeah. I enjoy doing but my, my boyfriend just makes him hungry I gave up red meat when I was 15 mm. because I watched the film babe like it's it's a really weird oh, reason and that's I a great reason it's, it's such as and that is the actual reason and I come from a town but we used to during its summer I used to go to the countryside to learn how to speak Irish it's very Irish and you'd like stay in a farm and I remember just one day clocking that there was like cows in the field and then we'd get burgers and then making that connection and ever since that day and then babe coming out and the pig I was like I can't I can't eat but then it's weird because there's parts of me that as a kid remembering my mom making me spaghetti bolognese when I was like 10 and 11 and it's like yeah. is there like an element of me enjoying that as a kid that can I can could I ever put that on my off menu list or is there too much negativity and different associations since then but interesting interesting deep conversations you can have with yourself well this is the beauty of off menu people just get to go through these conversations you <laughs> could chat that out and figure it out for yourself <laughs> oh my god going back to my childhood <laughs> 
Next up, we have actress and Irish charmer Ivana Lynch, who brought some really interesting new podcasts to her ears, especially her own, The Chick Peeps, which Ivana chats about here. We also chatted about Evie's passion for veganism and what she hopes to achieve with her podcast. Now, you were given this platform from a very early age. And when you first went on Instagram, yes, you put like nice, cute pictures up. But you've also used your platform to talk about real issues that you care about. And podcasting is, I think, an incredible platform from someone who works on TV and radio. I love podcasts because you don't have 10 minutes to kind of say what you have to say. It's not mm-hmm. just a sound bite. It's a conversation. Yep. So you decided back in, I think, is it 2017? You've done it for a few years. Um, the Chick Peeps. Basically, it's your friendly, fun, weekly vegan podcast. And you you explore and discuss the dilemmas faced by vegans because a lot of people talk about why we should be vegan and mm-hmm. will understand why you should be. But there's difficulties to, to being a vegan. What made you decide to do this? Yeah, completely. For those reasons, because I, I always loved animals and I always was like, I disagree with the violence that they endure. I don't think I'm inherently better. And, you know, non-vegans will have a problem with that. Like that's a thing called speciesism where essentially you're saying, I don't have any more right to life than this animal. And I know that's an alien concept to a lot of humans. But anyway, that, that that's kind of, that was my core belief. But I wasn't vegan. I was vegetarian. And I didn't understand that, you know, animals are still suffering for things like milk. And, um, you know, a, a quick example is how like cows, in order to produce milk, they're, they have to be pregnant like year round. And they're on this cycle of, of having a baby, that baby's taken away from them. And then the milk is used when they stop producing milk, when they're quote unquote used up, they just go to solder. So I didn't know all this before. And I just thought, oh, vegans are radical. They're extreme. And then when I found out about this, I was like, right, I have to do this. I have to dive into veganism because it's obviously my core belief. And it was like, it was, it was hard at first because it's like learning a new language, kind of a new way of cooking. And it's, overwhelming at first all the information but it's not like that forever and it just gradually sinks in and you make it your norm and now it's just like it's the least interesting thing about me you know like I shouldn't have to talk about my dietary choices the way most people don't talk about their dietary Mm -hmm. choices you know and I just found with my friends I was like oh we have a laugh we have fun but veganism is portrayed as so serious and preachy and that they're disapproving of everyone and I really just didn't like this image and at the same time I was like I see so many people who love animals and who want to help and who want to do better but they feel alienated by the vegan movement that's what the podcast is for to be like Mm -hmm. issues where there's nuance, there's a gray area and we have to discuss it. That's where we do it. So it was about a year and a half ago now that I just went, that's it, no more eggs, bye-bye eggs. And it's been amazing. It hasn't been as hard as I thought at all. And then my husband, who is a very all or nothing person, who was, you know, a meat eating guy was like, right, I'm going vegan too. And now he's like just so into it obsessed and um, and he's done a year and a half as well and and loves it oh my gosh that's a great that's a big win because it's often the partner that like kind of pushes you one way or the other so that's oh no he's all or nothing he's like yeah i'm doing it like he doesn't want to be defeated so so it's almost competitive veganism in our house okay (laughs) that's so funny Finally, let's hear from singer-turned-podcaster Josh Stone, who joined us for season three of Castaway just after her epic world tour. 
Congratulations to Joss, who actually had her first baby since we recorded this. Joss was keen to chat buns in the oven, literally, by sharing her love for the ever-inspiring Deliciously Ella. Joss chats about Ella's career and the positive space she's created with her podcast, Delicious Ways to Feel Better, and shares her love of cooking in our chat. Have a listen. Speaking of food, I want to talk about a podcast I know you listen to, Deliciously Ella. Oh, Ella, yeah. Oh, she's sweet. So I spoke with her yesterday. What a clever girl. I mean, she's like, she's totally, if, if we're talking about choice, mm-hmm. that woman, she told me a whole story yesterday. That woman has made a choice consistently, but she decided when she was feeling very, very poorly, I guess she was like 20 or something, she made a decision to change her world. And that is super inspiring. I know she's a great chef. Obviously, that's great. And, you know, she's got cooking books and, you know, she actually started with a blog. So if if you want to learn how to cook healthily, it's all vegan, then she's your girl. But aside from that, she's done something that people think is impossible. She's gone, I'm sad, I'm miserable, I'm sick, I'm poorly, and I am going to change it. She took the ball by the horns. She took life by the horns. And she made that decision. And then she made another decision that was similar and another one. And what a a beautiful example of that working Mm. you know she's happy she's got a baby got a lovely hubby she's doing what she's passionate about she's helping a massive amount of people feel better through obviously her stories and you know her way but also through food so to me that's very inspiring that's very very cool and we've reached an insane point in our history in which poor diet is now the leading risk factor for early death in developed countries. We're also seeing an increased number of us struggle with our mental health. So I know in the UK, the charity Mind says that one in four of us will suffer with our mental health this year. And the global economic cost of mental health disorders is about $2.5 trillion right now, but that's expected to rise to almost $16 trillion over the next two decades. And half of all mental disorders start before the age of 14 so it really is a scary situation and the question is what can we do about this are there lifestyle factors that make a difference and what is the link between the way we eat and the way we feel so can we start with the basics today is there a proven link between our diet the way we're living and our mental health Yes, we can say definitively yes. And so it's less uh, than 10 years since the first major studies in this field were published. My PhD was published in 2010, and that was the first study to look in detail at the links between diet quality and what we call the common mental disorders, which is depression and anxiety in women. And we showed that independent of all sorts of other things that might explain that link, you know, such as their education or income or their body weight or other health behaviours, there was a clear link between the quality of women's diets and whether or not they had these common mental disorders. And there is, there's such a huge connection between, I mean, food, between your mental health, between your physical health, between your happiness. It all links together. Even all the different podcasts you've spoken about and different people you've talked to. The one thing that the common thing is that everything links up together. Mm, That is so true, you know. If I don't have a coffee in the morning, I am a little bit of a bitch. (laughs) 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 It's true. It's so true. I did that. I blame the coffee. I'm like, it's not my fault. There's no coffee. I've had had no coffee. That's why. You can't blame me. I haven't had my chocolate. I need my <laughs> dopamine. Too. Yeah, no, it's funny, isn't it? It does. It does change our our state, what we eat. 
Thanks so much for tuning into the special episode of Castaway. Remember to tune in next Thursday for another edition covering a whole new selection of juicy podcasts. As always, we'd love you to rate, review, follow and subscribe. And I'll see you next time. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.